You must know that first. Can't nothing and nobody fade what we trying to do and what we about to do. Second thing is, we got this game on our level. You understand what I'm saying? Yo, welcome to another episode of In Space. I'm your host, Chris Connor, brought to you by the good people of DraftKings Sportsbook, New York Life, Birdsaw Law Firm. Um, the show is about Trey Murphy. We're going to put a spotlight on his overall leap and some of the things that he's improved on. That's a lot of good stuff on film that I want to talk about and give him some some shine towards the end of the month that he had. Not the end of the month, the, the entire month of March, his best month as a professional. Um, so put that right out in the air for you guys. Um, Pelicans. Pelicans are currently uh, about to finish up their final four games of the year. Big home stand, three, uh, three games between Sacramento, Memphis, New York Knicks, finish in Minnesota. I, the odds you know, I saw a lot of things today on Twitter about, you know, probability odds. And for the first time in a little bit after that Clippers win, Pelicans have some nice odds in their favor towards everything possibly coming full circle and then finishing what where the the goal, I think, before um before the stint being first in the West happened, before the beginning of the year. Before preseason, before anything happened, once the offseason was over, what a lot of people talked about was just not being in the play in. And after a roller coaster season, as it always is, is it feels like being a being a Pelican supporter. They have the cards in their hands and they're playing the the right basketball at the right time to um really put themselves in a really good position versus possibly having to play one or two playing games. We'll see what happens. But, you know, two weeks ago, it would have been hard to tell a lot of people that they would be in this spot. But um, the reason this show is going to be about or it is about Trey Murphy is um, we've spent time talking about Brandon Ingram playing like a superstar. Um, Tremendous month should be up for Western Conference player of the month after the um, the march that he had. We talked about Jonas being involved in. We, we talked about Herb Jones being spectacular. And yes, we spent a lot of time talking about Trey Murphy. But my show, this show, we I like to go deep into giving someone their flowers and just the overall spotlight. And listen, man, I, I talked to somebody, I want to say, like a, 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 a fan of the show, and shout out to y'all that continue to pull up, man. Get in the comment box, ask, you know, ask questions, subscribe, holler at me. I, you know, I'm going to be replying and chopping it up with y'all as much as possible. Um, and the same for the Twitter spaces that we end up doing. But I had a, there was a, a fan of the show that asked, uh, he said, it feels like you, you're a big fan of Trey Murphy. And he said, I mean, everyone is. I don't, I don't have a question in front of me, but he asked, basically was trying to figure out why. And think about Trey. I don't know if you, I don't know, don't know if there's like a huge difference. I'm a, I'm a big fan of a lot of a lot of players on the team when we're talking basketball. Herb Jones is probably um the most uh like visual. Yeah, well, 
it, it's probably a tie between between Bi when Bi has it going and her. But I think I think overall, I I enjoy her from just a a a, a natural bare bones sense of basketball. I enjoy watching him play the game. Just every element of just the screening, the ability to dribble the ball, how you know how he plays defense, doesn't really look to do anything else. I'm really off the court. You don't really hear much from him. He's just about hooping and just perfecting his craft, but he does it in so many different ways and doesn't really care if he gets credit for it or not. It's just really about winning. Um, but Trey Murphy, the Trey Murphy conversation has always been interesting, I think, because for the first time, I would say in recent memory, we're talking outside of the no-brainers, outside of the, the draft picks that were Chris Paul or Anthony Davis, Zion, outside of those, it feels like to me, first round pick wise, Trey was the first one that I remember to where everybody was in agreement. Even before the Pelicans made the made the trade with Memphis and ended up trading down, he he was the first guy I remember in a very long time where everybody was like, "No, that's the one. That's the one you pick. He's the guy that you need on this team." And we talked about the shooting, we talked about the defense, but it really wasn't it wasn't an argument. And then you get into the team building. But Trey, what we thought about it then and what we have continued to see now is that Trey would fit anything. Right. There's a lot of teams that's probably scratching their heads right now and not being able to pick that guy and watch him continue to develop and put pieces together. This show will have I'm going to put I put together a lot of clips that I hope you all enjoy of the ways that he's improved. Um also want to give a big shout out to um, to uh, his parents, Kenny Murphy and Albita Murphy. I haven't gotten a chance to meet many parents. Maybe I've met some some relatives of, of current players or former players, but none as hands on and as active uh, with the community, with the fans as they've been. Albita is always on Twitter, chatting with fans, helping out fans get get trade merchandise, contacting like um real dope person we got a chance to do um a charity event with uh book crew media got a chance to be a part of a charity event she was huge and huge in that and then you know with kenny kenny murphy even dating back to the to the spaces and the live show that we did last year uh he just loves basketball so he'll talk to anybody about about anything basketball related and um you know trey trey will tell you that's his toughest critic but you know, it, it's it's fun anytime anytime you talk to Kenny about um, whether it be his son or just basketball in general. You can tell that uh, not only is he a coach, but he breeds the game, and you can see that can start to not to start, but play out in Trey as he continues to to get more confident and comfortable in this role for better or for worse. Um, because his rise to being where he's at, a lot of people don't know how how it how it started. A lot of people don't you know don't don't know the the leaps that he's had to take to get here. We just see he comes out of uh, Virginia. We see a three and dude a three and D dude coming out from that from that school, and you automatically think, oh, that's gonna be amazing. And then things start to develop from things you maybe didn't realize, athleticism shot creation it's slowly but surely and the work that he's put in so enough with that but all in all 
watching that guy develop for a franchise in which we haven't been able to, we haven't had a large influx of rookies to being able to watch them develop, pan out, and see them go from year to year like we have with Trey. That's the beauty in it, I think, I think for me. And him having that month, the best month of his career in March, was fantastic. And it was like everything slowly was just got put together. And it was dope. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about the month that he had and the basketball that he's playing right now coming into coming into April. Because, like, look, no matter how this, how the season ends, Trey's forced himself through some rookie – some rookie pains early on, some questionable maybe decisions in regards to rotation and how he was used, how how he was, uh, you know, played minutes wise. March was the first month where he got 35 minutes per game, the most I believe he's had in a large sample size for a month. Everything was able to be put on display, regardless of who was out there and who he had to play against. And that was big. Um, and you can just see him being more and more an important part of the team. When Zion was healthy, talked about, you know, I, I you know, said, said it often. Like, when Zion has the basketball, he's he knows what Trey Murphy is at all times. Well, now with Brandon Ingram in this month that he's had, Trey Murphy, he's known where he's been at at all times. You see them working out together before games. You see, like, the trust and everything building to where no matter what the issues are, the Trey was having before, no matter what defensive improvements that he needs or needed to make, he was playing through them and having the opportunity to. And that was amazing because he's a very important piece of this team. And I'm going to show you guys some things to go about it, um, uh, to, to go with that just from a splits alone. We, we're going to get into March, but let's just go period in regards to this year. So here you have trade splits and wins and losses. Basically, what that now 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 you may say when he plays good, they win, right? You know, or or you know what you might say when they win the game, when they're able to win the game, Trey Murphy plays well, and when they lose, he just you know he doesn't perform well. I look at it as just as simple importance. I mean, this is this is this is big, you know, to me. The plus minus, and we'll go through, through through some other elements, but everything is different in regards to wins, from attempts, from activity to every everything is better, and that just basically tells you something that I think most people already knew. When you end up winning a game, or if Trey Murphy has a good game, the odds of you winning kind of high, or they're strong. That's just been. Um, and that you can talk about that dating back to last year. It's dope to see the numbers for the year match that. Here's a you know an extended look at that. You see it the percentages, the field goal percentage is higher. The three-point shooting is way different. The free even a free throw shooting for an elite free throw shooter, that's higher. The true shooting percentage is different, but the usage, the usage tells a story, man. When that guy is involved. And everybody is going out of their way. Doesn't mean he has to shoot the ball 30 times, but when everybody is going out of their way to get him involved and make him a part of their offense, and he's I'm sure he's not the only person that's that is um that 
the numbers will reflect that kind of those kind of differences on the scale. But you can tell that for him, it makes a big difference on this team. That's for a lot of reasons. Now, I mean, uh, you know, let's you know, let's get into like, you know, the improvements. We go, you know, we're going to have some fun here, man. Like he. The month of March, three point attempts. October, November, December, January, and February. And this this was from Christian Clark. He had about he was averaging about five a game, close to six some months. March, he was like at an eight point nine. He, he almost finished averaging nine threes a game for the month of March. That's a big, large leap for anybody. That shows that your players have trust and believe in you and are treating you as an important piece of what's going on right now. And your coaching staff is also making it an effort to make sure that you are having the opportunity to see the basketball and do something with it. And then it takes the execution on his end to continue to, you know, um, put all of those things together. I mean, the month of March trade, he was the second youngest player to ever make 10 threes. He had 32 points in that first Clippers game. 10 threes for that uh in that in that Audi. I you know three days ago there's a from Danny Danny Neckel, Trey Murphy the third is currently the only player in NBA history to have a shooting season at 60% from two, 40% from three, 90% from the free throw line. That is crazy. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. You get um you know, you got 85 players have attempted at least 50 deep threes this year. Who's been most efficient? It's from basketballnews.com. Trey Murphy's top of fifth at 41%. Crazy. You know, um, Schmidt, you know, a colleague here uh, with Boo Crew Media was talking. Lori uh, Marketing ended up, uh, he's the first player in NBA history they put up. It was 200 threes, 20 plus threes, and 100 dunks. Persia missed numbers. Trey Murphy was at 188 threes and 79 dunks. Imagine that. Laurie Markin is the best player on his team. He gets a chance to shoot the ball as many times as he wants to. Trey Murphy is, is still a role player. He His potential is higher than that, but he's a role player. And you mean to tell me he, he's probably going to finish with over 200 threes and will be close to 90 dunks depending on how the year ends? That's 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 special. That's special. Um, in the game, I mean, he also dropped forty, right? Forty ball. Woo! Forty ball. Tell me what you gonna do for the forty ball. Forty. Uh, in that game, he joined C.J. McCollum as the only Pelicans players in franchise history. This this from my guy, my guy Will Guillory. What up, bro? To score forty points on twenty or fewer field goal attempts. That's special. That's special. I'm not saying Trey Murphy's a Hall of Fame player, but I'm not telling you he won't. He's not building some type of trajectory towards it. Um, that's probably wild, right? That that's probably complete. But that yo man, like some of this stuff is in the context of you. You get a healthy Zion back, who might be who, depending on who you talk to, is probable to return. I keep telling y'all that, but it's it's feeling like we're close. Um, the way Brandon's playing right now, you mean to tell me Trey Murphy's so you got CJ McCollum, Trey Murphy's a fourth option, the third option some night, a fourth option others. Uh, you know, I mean, yo, he, he he also has the right situation towards to developing. 
But let's let's go through like some clips so I could so I could show y'all what what I'm talking about. Let me show you my favorite play because some of the things that we talked about earlier with Trey is that like everybody was saying people were screaming me about it. Trey got to shoot the ball more. He got to shoot contested shots. He got to you know he he's the best shooter on the team. He got to put the ball up. And I got you. I just felt like he wasn't comfortable with it yet, and that really wasn't his game yet. But who man, look here. When the confidence starts to flow for that brother, you get stuck. This this my favorite Trey shot because I'm gonna show you what it turns into afterwards. Look at this. Quick outlet to Murphy. Two guys between him and the rim. Oh, he'll just pull back and take the three. Oh, he got a lot of these in this run that he's been having. To where that's when you know, all right? When now, because that's not a. I'd say sixty percent of coaches, if you ask them if that's a good shot, they might tell you no. But it's a good shot for Trey Murphy because look what happens when smart teams adjust to that. Look what kind of look ends up happening and what he does. Another turnover, the 13th turnover for Golden State. Ingram to the basket and lazy. Same kind of look, right? He, you know, you know, he's bringing the ball up the court, looking around, head on a swivel. That's those have been shots and most of them are going in. Golden State's a smart team. DaVincio, White Dante comes over to contest. You miss the trailer, man, who just so happened to be the best player on the team, and Brandon Ingram gets a layup. Like, that's big, but that only happens due to what Trey is putting, putting on film right now, putting on the floor, and the month that he's that he had, and the overall year that he's having. Like, people were uh, confused about his ability to, well, I want, no, surprise. I remember Antonio Daniels saying early in Trey's rookie year, like Trey has bounced. And he said surprising bounce, but like real deal bounce. Year later, he's in a few different posters, tip dunks, and kind of close to winning a slam dunk contest. But that mixture at that size, three-point shooting, dunking ability, it's it's tough. It's tough for teams to guard. So you get We'll go back to the Golden State game. Look how a smart team decides to guard him, and look how he adjusts this time. Curious. Trey Murphy, a little mid-range jumper is good. You can't do anything about that, right? Steph decides to do the smart thing, and you know it's a hard contest on what might be a three-point attempt. Trey decides to drive. Draymond. And, and, and Trey was getting a lot of this earlier, earlier in the year. But now with the way Brandon is playing and CJ getting more off ball looks, the, like the floor is kind of unbalanced depending on who's, you know, it's tough. You can't guard everything. Ty Lue talked about that. I talked to Kenny about that earlier. Ty Lue mentioned that in the press conference after one of the games. Like, I can't, you, you can't guard everything. So Draymond decides, all right, well, I'm going to take away his head of steam, right? Because if I meet him at the rim under the, under the cup, it's not, it's not going to end well. He's either going to the line 90 plus percent or I'm getting put in the bucket. So Draymond, very, very smart defender. One, one of the smartest to ever play in my, in my uh, opinion, he takes away his space, takes away his space, meets him to where Trey has to make a move in a, in a, in a, in a short, a short area. He's not there yet to make a move like that in a phone booth. I think consistently, especially not against a defender like that, but he takes the mid range jumper. And just when you think he got him figured out, same game. This time he's coming off a screen. Yo, Pelicans coaching staff. 
he <laughs> hey point game golden state having a great third quarter murphy the floater is true i'll probably count maybe three times twice i've seen trey murphy make a floater and that kind of game he attempted two by the way two floaters in that game makes the second one wonderful wonderful I, I mean, this wasn't in March, but the ultimate confidence and the glimpse of what, like, while he's he's adjusting and he's getting better on the fly, he's very aware. He's very aware of how teams are are um, are playing him. The minutes that he's getting now, it's give it's empowering him to put together more and more of the things he worked on in the offseason, like this. Trace thought about it against Murray. Great crossover and hard to the hole. Listen, bro. If Trey going if Trey gonna reset his dribbles and hit you with a tween tween crossover finish, because how do you how do you guard it? How do you really guard it? You have to. I just told you where he ranks at for the month when it comes to 28 foot threes, or, or I'm sorry, on the year, 28 foot threes. So you gotta guard him far out. But if you guard them too, if you get too close and you overextend yourself, you in a bucket. My brother, my brother turned around. Poor, poor guy. Poor, 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 poor guy. I mean, it, it, it's 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 beautiful to watch him playing with freedom. Antonio, that's another another thing Antonio Names talks about. Freedom. He's playing with freedom and the confidence that he speaks with, right? The confidence in which that matches his personality. They may rub some people the wrong way, but listen, the community loves it. The fans love it. And he's putting on a show. Like, now this, I, I showed y'all my favorite shot, but this was my favorite play because there's just nothing. It's like, it's nasty. It's nothing. You couldn't ask her if you were the Rockets defender. What do you do? The quick outlet. Back come the Pels. Great shooter here. Do I play the drive? I gotta respect the shot. I mean, there's a there's a hesitation cross a hesitation cross three. No, because the scout reporter tell you that's not really his game. He's putting things together, and to have that month right now, bring that momentum into April, man. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful because um listen the pelicans need it they have needed it and this is where you know you're talking about a ceiling for trey this is what people start talking about richard lewis right that's been the uh, a comparison that i've seen a lot uh, people mention clay clay thompson i think he still has some you know some work to do uh with shooting in motion coming off of curls and stuff versus versus shooting set completely set as a set shooter, but yo man, I mean, regardless, this is this is absolutely fun to watch. There was another one that I had, another video that I had that I think I forgot to put in here, where you know he comes off a screen and shoots a three. It's developing, and as the players continue, you know, as as the talent continues to develop around him, as the trust in him continues to 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 develop in him, and the you know, the overall, the trust 
uh, you know, you get back to back plays of him putting putting together what he's being told and how we talked about in the beginning of the show, adjusting to the way people are playing him. My dog from uh my dog Justin Boo Crew Propel's talk, he put this up earlier. Look at this. Even if you meet him, you want to get physical with him. You want to try to, you know, you want to try to make sure you want to, you want to take away his space drives past you. And it's not just strictly for dunks taking the contact. It's going baseline and finishing on the other side. And once it's creating the contact because he's a 90% free throw shooter. And I just, I told you, told you guys earlier about where he is 60, 40, 90 right now, 60% on twos. Um, I mean, he, he's putting himself, in a really uh, special category as a as a player right now, dude, his size, we don't know what his ceiling is going to be, and then that's where you go to the other side of the floor, defensively. You know, one of the reasons, depending on who you ask, that trade minutes have kind of been up and down, and we've you know, and, and you could. That was a different conversation as to as to why that is or um, the the reason that Trey's kind of been picked out at certain different exchanges throughout his time in New Orleans here um, as he finishes his second season. But it mainly stems from the defensive side of the ball. Right. You want to see him do more. I mean, that, that's it's no way no way around that. You want to see him do more. You want to see him um, rebound, which. We all got excited about after his first year. He did really well. Someone had to step up after Josh Hart left in that role, um, you know, as a three, four, depending on the game. But the defensive side of the ball, whether it was off ball, whether it was him getting moved around on ball, whether it was, you know, maybe maybe a silly foul here, misrotation, whatever the case may be, that hindered him. But the Pelicans played some really good defense in the month of March. And they've been playing some really good defense for it was it's been a few other months this year. They're going to finish at the end of the year, the really solid team by that defensively by analytics. Um, you know, it's been talked about a lot about no matter how you feel about Willie Green and his staff's ability to create offense um or to be creative in the way that they manufacture offense versus just simply relying on their stars ability to create. Um, they've been able to get guys to buy in defensively, but it, you know, it seemed like Trey, Trey had a lot of things to learn and he's not alone. Everybody can't be Herb Jones. Everybody can't be as good as in my opinion, Dyson Daniels has been defensively. Trey had some things to learn. And I think when people hear the, the college Virginia, they think, huh? They think, how did it not train up? Oh, no, it it takes time. And I think it, it's an element of him needing to get stronger. I think once he's able to get stronger and not getting bumped off of his initial, his uh, uh the initial contact that defenders throw at him, um, I think that will be big for him because sometimes he gets caught in a lot of different files just reacting after getting pushed off of his square. In a sense, him being able to kind of react, him being able to hold his ground there 
by simply bulking up and getting stronger will help him out along with the mental reps that he's been getting. But I don't think that it that it's a coincidence. You look at all the different analytical um, stats from Raptor to plus minus to win shares. They support Trey just like they support Herb Jones, but they really support her. I mean, they, they, they really support Trey Murphy. And I don't think that's all simply due to what he's doing offensively. Defensively, he's made some strides. He's gotten better, still has some way to go, but we just talked about, you know, we, 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 I showed you a bunch of different transition looks that he got. Well, when you're able to turn defense into offense and he's able to figure out some things and make some plays on defense for our final clip, you get this. Zion has been very active as Curry on the breakaway misses the layup, but watching him on the bench, he and Jose Alvarado have been very invested on the bench while they've been hurt. Yeah. All created by Trey Murphy. So shout out to Trey. Um, you know, he uh, I'm happy to see him starting to put it all together. And he's hasn't scratched the surface. I think of what he can be, or what he will be now that it is clear he is going to be like 35 minutes. This won't be the last time we see him play 35 minutes in a month. He's crucial. And whether it had to happen the easy way or the hard way, whether it whether it came in a, in a, in a odd way from a development perspective, if it wasn't always pretty. If the G League stints from last year were odd, if he, you know, the taking him out of the starting lineup didn't make sense. You, there's a lot of things you could point at, but we're here now. We're here to where I think he's immovable now in the type of opportunities that he's going to get. I might be overreacting to 35 minutes per game for a month, but nothing. But I, you know, I don't think I, I don't think I am. I don't. Well, we'll see. I, I I guess when healthy, it's kind of it's kind of tough to tell, but it but but it would it would make me happy if this wasn't his final month getting those kind of minutes. I think he's earned them. He's put in the work, and he's putting in the results. So Trey, ho- hopefully that continues as this team chases being able to not have to play a playing game. I am not coming to New Orleans again for another playing game. Last year was great. I'm coming back to the city. They gotta be in the offs. Fifth, sixth seed, wherever, wherever. Fifth, sixth seed, figure it out. It's right there. Put it together. And, you know, let's start talking about possible first round upsets and how this team can once again look like when fully healthy, hopefully. Um, Got to give a shout out to our people here at Birdsaw Law Firm. This podcast is sponsored by Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Bucru Media, located at 918 Portage Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, then be sure to mention that we sent you Birdsaw Law Firm, the official lawyer injury. Oh, man, I messed that up. The official injury lawyers of Bucru Media. Um, also, got to give a shout out to our people here at Bucru Media as I completely messed up the overlay. Um, you see the code down there is boot B double O T. Um, college basketball season is over, but there's going to be a lot of different promos with, with baseball season in full swing, no pun intended there. And the NBA playoffs about to, about to, about to start. It's been five for 150, it's been five for 200. Be on the lookout for what DraftKings Sportsbook has cooking up. And if you're not involved, if you are not a member, 
please be sure to um, to do it responsibly. We can all help you with, you know, referral services if you or someone you know um, has a gambling problem. But use that code boot, tap in with the guys here. Um, it's our preferred sports book of choice here. Draft King Sportsbook. So um appreciate y'all, man. There will be playbacks, there will be spaces upcoming as you know the season ends. And you know, look, man, the Pelicans are six or fifth, six or or fifth seed. I consider it a complete success. I think that they that they that they um it maybe didn't look the way you thought it would at some point, the way you would have liked for, for the full year. But if they can recover it in this manner, it will be great, especially with the momentum that they have. Um, yeah, that's it. So <laughs> appreciate y'all, man. Be sure to let me know in the comments what you think um, about Trey Murphy's improvements. What's your favorite game? What's your favorite moment? What would you like him to add to his game next? What do you think about his defense? How does it improve? Um Whatever you got, talk about it here. With that, though, you were in space. You out. Najee. In the building. I told you last time, get with us. Well, get out of here, man.